It's time for the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. So, do you guys like any podcasts? A podcast about nothing and everything in between. Now say shh and muck together real fast. Smuck closer. With your hosts, Chris. It's like throwing a softball down a well. Yeah. <laughs> Jahida. Jahida ugly and she can lick my ass. <laughs> and Dieter. I just kind of want to get laid and have a good time. This is the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. It's a bit naughty. Part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. Is that recording? Yeah. Beautiful. No. Yeah. Good. You got a memory card in there? Oh, yeah. Well, it wouldn't record if there was no memory card. Oh, okay. Good. It's One of those like, smart machines. Yeah, like my fucking digital camera. I can have no memory card in there, and it'll just keep taking pictures. And, and then never warn you? Or do you not notice the warnings? Um, do you use the screen I, or you use the viewfinder? It depends. I tend to use the viewfinder, but the screen still displays like information it's not just blank when you when i'm using the viewfinder oh mine like folds you can either have it out yeah or I, that's the one i had with Peter. Uh, and i thought i was buying the same model and i bought the one just below it where it's just the static screen in the back you know what's funny is i had a camera too that i had lost to my ex-wife and then i bought well i actually did get the same one i didn't get the same bundle I bought okay. it from QVC, yeah. but I managed to retain my biggest zoom lens. I'm like, you don't need this. You don't know what That's you're doing. Cool. Yeah. Like, you want to learn photography, okay? You don't need all these lenses. You need one lens to learn photography. Exactly. You're going to have two. Yeah. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And I have a decent telephoto lens for mine. You Danny's know. he's got, like, fucking motherload oh, cameras yeah. well, now. Oh, he, he yeah. He went buck nutty. And I, right. I did the same thing, you know, when I split up with my ex and she got all the, she got everything. I took my clothes and my horns and just personal stuff. Personal effects. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I didn't take a lick of furniture. I didn't take a dish or a fork. You know, I, in fact, I left a lot of my shit there, just abandoned it because I was I just had to get out, you know. You can go back like a week later see if it was sitting outside. You probably could have went no, and I never, it from the I never went heap. back. Yeah. I I pretty much, I made a decision. Like, I just, I had to write it off completely. Like, because it, it had to be a clean break in yeah. every sense, you know? Yeah. So I was just kind of like, that's, that's the way life goes and moving on. <laughs> yeah. And in the end, it's just stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You got the stuff you wanted. Mm-hmm. You at least had time to do that. Yeah. Yeah, all I really cared about were my horns. You know, I was worried she would try to claim that I owed her for, you know, half the value or some shit like that. But that never happened, fortunately. Because she, she didn't have a lawyer, but she did have people giving her legal advice, like friends who were lawyers, just kind of like talking on the phone, like, hey, yeah. you know, I'm assuming. I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming. And I was pretty much told that, like, no, I had those long before we met, and they were all actually gifts to me. I didn't actually buy any yeah, of them myself. Yeah. So she really had no standing for that. So I think that's probably why. Because she was very pragmatic to a point. 
you know, until she got crazy, then that went out the window. <laughs> but I think when she realized, because that happened with several things, all of a sudden she realized, like, oh, this is a losing battle. Yeah, it just fine. Let's move on to the next thing. Yeah. Beyond that, SOL. I saw, I came, I conquered. Mm-hmm. From record sales to sold out concerts. Yeah, what's that from? <laughs> the words of Sean Carter. Sean Carter. AKA Jay Z. What? Jay Z. Yeah, his real that, name is Sean Carter. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. It's from Encore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that. I came, I saw, I conquered from record sales to sold out concerts. Now something y'all motherfuckers want this encore. Oh. Something I don't know. <laughs> I came, I saw, I conquered from record sales, sold out concerts. So motherfucker, if you want this encore, I need you to scream till your lungs get sore. By the way, nice Puma track jacket, man. It's fucking badass. Yeah, this uh, liberated from... Uh, not via myself, <laughs> via my ex-wife from her mom's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I, it wasn't his. It was I don't know if it was one of the kids. They left it. I don't know. Somewhere along the line, That's she gave fantastic. it to me, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And I've had it ever since. That is fantastic. Yeah, brown polyester. Yeah, man. It's retro, yet relevant, which I guess is the goal of most art these days. Of retro. Yet relevant, you know. Don't you think everything's got kind of a retro... Or am I just getting old? That could be it. Everything just seems the same. Like, oh, that's already been done. It, it, no, it, it definitely has. Okay. Every Everything's been done. I mean... Yeah. But is it just that I'm getting old, or is that actually the style? You, you just lifted it. You got to turn this nutter. Oh, to tighten it, you mean. Yeah, you're not tight. That's what she said. Or that's what he said. That's what he said. I've thought it, but I've never said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Podcast title. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Chris has one. I've I've decided You've that come up with most of them actually. I've decided well I come up with them because I'm the one who chooses it, but I don't necessarily say it. Well, still. You've originated a lot of them. You do not talk into the mic, man. Because I'm blowing like, smoke out of my mouth. You want this mic to smell like smoke? I'm sure it already does. It's okay. by your mouth. Then who cares? I'll just <laughs> blow smoke right into it. I've decided that never seen it next. Mm-hmm. Definitely needs to be a segment when we have three of us. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be like you two and me. It could be any combination of two people right. describing a movie that the third person has not yeah, seen. You guys have seen a lot of shit that I haven't seen. I haven't seen most. Yeah, shit. but then we get to describe a movie to her, which is going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, dude, everything we've seen that she hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so the next uh, next podcast, we're all together. So I can take my back pills. <laughs> well, she's seen that. I know. I don't think we can need to describe Christmas vacation. Anyway. True. <laughs> True. Uh, we could describe it to you, the listener. Yes. Uh, it's what is episode one twenty seven? I think this week. I have no it's idea. Episode, man. Yeah, I just finished one twenty six. All right, there it is. It's it's we're recording this on a Monday again, which is nice now because yeah. just the whole week to edit. Yeah. Oh, sometime coming up soon, I'll have like two local just friends guests to be on who's that my co-workers oh okay yeah so they've been on before because they were on at the 100th right one of them one was. of them was yeah. 
But I might get uh, Courtney, who was on the yeah, 100th as well. Also. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Travis. Travis. You know. And uh, we like to call her H1 Gen 1. <laughs> Gen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> infectious person? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. She's got an infectious laugh, that's for sure. And you banged all of them? No, I haven't banged any <laughs> of them, dude. I haven't banged anybody in a long goddamn Have time. Have you given them all their pap smears being a doctor? Uh, I have not. Okay. And I never will. Have you used that? As I am not a doctor of any kind. Opens it up, you pull the lever, and it the thing looks like a duck, and it opens it up? Nope. <laughs> Don't think there's one even in the office. Really? I honestly don't know. There probably is somewhere, but it's not used. Don't don't look at a lot of vaginas there. Uh, no. Gotcha. I okay. certainly don't. You should ask. See if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Maybe not. Just volunteer. Be like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. No. Oh, you need a vagina onlooker? I can do that. <laughs> You got something to show me? I'll take a look That's at it. I lift up my scrub top and I'm wearing a shirt that says like professional vagina onlooker. <laughs> FBI. <laughs> Federal booby inspector. <laughs> oh, that's great. So episode 127. There it is. Oh, it's just the two of us again tonight. Just the two of the us. He's going to ignite his burned out cigarette yeah the one from earlier like the city of Detroit <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if I just offended Detroit or not I don't know if we have our listeners in Detroit or not what does that even what did you say again what does that even mean it's, it's just burned out oh like the city of Detroit yeah oh damn dude what Detroit ever do to you be burned out <laughs> yeah no I guess Detroit's done nothing to me yeah cut it a break man I mean, well, no. It's not the people that live there's fault. They got fucked over by oh, yeah, no, everything. I, yeah, no, I, I, I guess I don't really have a... Uh, I actually know a dude. Uh, you know him, too. <laughs> from Ithaca. Bass player. Peter. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, I think... I'm Facebook oh, no, he did, he did move because he got a different job. So he got a job out in Detroit teaching at a college. And so he was kind of... Right when it was like that downtown scene, like like street by street was kind of revitalizing a little bit with local shit. Um, and he said it was a pretty great place. But then he got a job in like the Maryland, D.C. area. So he's down there now. But he was there for a while. Which place is more crime ridden? Well, you know, now I'm, I think he's teaching in Baltimore. So I don't know, dude. That's tough to say because Baltimore is a fucked place. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've never been to Detroit. I've been to Baltimore a handful of times at various ages for various reasons. I've uh, I've only been to like Baltimore like into Baltimore like once. Yeah. It was like I don't know 15 years ago or something. I went to see a, a concert with somebody from mm-hmm. work. Jack's Mannequin. Okay. And uh, uh, Rilo Kylie. Uh, Kylo Ren from Star Wars? No, but that Rilo Kylie. Wait, what did I say? Yeah. At least at one point, I don't know if he still is. I don't know if the band's still together. I haven't followed them in forever. Uh, Boy Meets World, remember that show? Yeah. Mr. Feeney? Yeah. Well, not Mr. Feeney, but mm-hmm. but the main kid? Yeah. 
Um, Corey. Yeah, the kid's brother, the savage kid. Right. Yeah, which means we got to watch Super Troopers. Fred Savage. Yeah, is that the right one, or is it like Ronnie Sa- Wait, which Well, Fred Savage is the, the- Wonder Years. Yeah. Ben Savage is the kid. Okay. All right, so his like best friend on the show. Uh, oh, yeah. The kid with the, the hair. Yeah. Poor kid or something. I think he was poor. Sure. Something I mean, like I honestly that. didn't watch it much. Oh, yeah. I did. My my freshman year of college, my roommate was obsessed with it. That's a little weird because that show came out much f- before we were in college. Yeah. Like, obsessed with that. Like... Yeah, and I guess, like, he had some girlfriend back at home, and I would hear him on the phone, because he'd be in our room. Was her name Topanga? No. But he would be comparing every... It was like his life was paralleling the show. Of uh, high school or middle yeah. school. Or well, we were, fresh, we were freshmen in college, so he was still in that <clears throat> high school phase. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, we all were, in a way. Uh, certainly. Yeah. I was da- I was dating a girl in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know... She was just closer and, I don't know, probably equally or more crazy for, I don't know, than his. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, you you are. I mean, you think you're ready to, like, just break away. Yeah. But, dude, now now that we're 41, looking back, like, Jesus Christ, we were fucking infants ill-prepared for the real world. You were much more prepared than I was, I think. You had far more, like... Like, you had built things and, like... Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I didn't do any of that shit. Yeah. I stocked shelves and, like, picked rocks and bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, but I worked in a restaurant. I mean, that's kind of what I did for the... Yeah, but you grew up... And, you know, it's funny, because my dad, he's he all... He, like, he... He carries such guilt around with him, which I wish he didn't. I've, and my sister and I tell him all the time, you need to let go of that shit. But all the time he says to me, like, yeah, I, one of my biggest regrets is, like, I never taught you anything. Because he, like, before before he worked at the store, like, full time, after he came back from Vietnam, up up in Lakeville, he was, like, hanging aluminum siding. And, like, he could do amazing woodwork and, like, all kind, Like, he could build anything you know a lot a lot like your dad but my dad didn't have like he wasn't a contractor or anything he didn't have like that kind of experience but yeah. i think he had all the knowledge but so he's always apologizing to me and i'm like dad it's okay like <laughs> let it go you know yeah but it's funny tonight at my sister's we went over there for to celebrate her birthday which was last friday and uh we had pizza outside because you know that way we're not all in the house because who knows what the fuck those fuckers have. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> yeah. No, but, so we were outside. Erica built a giant outdoor picnic table. It's like an eight-foot table. It's eight feet long and like as wide as a, as a picnic, maybe a little wider than a regular picnic table. It's fucking beautiful. Nice. It's solid as shit. She stained it. Nice. Like polyurethaned it. It's fucking great. And it was all, everything was under a hundred bucks. Nice. Yeah. Where'd she get the wood? Because that's like, fucking ridiculously expensive. I, yeah, I don't I don't even really remember. I'm sure they told me, but I spent like $180 on trim yeah. just for like the bathroom the one day. Shit's like three crown moldings like $3 a fucking foot at the lumberyard down here. I know, dude. We bought baseboard molding in the in the Home Depot in the city when my ex had this you know 
quote unquote business going on and we had to kind of do the build out in the space that she rented and it was expensive as balls dude just baseboard molding yeah. with, with like a you know yeah, the, like flat and then the little beveled yeah like top. what's here yeah, yeah it's the basic stuff yeah I, th- I bought I had to buy like uh 16 feet of that a couple weeks ago because to replace what was in the corner because where my dad had had these built-in bookshelves they were truly built and he put them in before he had the flooring put in because mm. we well we lived in this house for like almost a year without carpets downstairs oh okay uh, just the the it was just a the baseboard the sub, yeah the sub yeah. of the yeah, basically what it was up until right <laughs> only a couple weeks ago again yeah um, only not all stained from pet urine yeah but so he had those bookshelves in so like when the carpet went in the carpet went around the bookshelves and he put the yeah. trim on he put the trim like around the bookshelves so we oh. took the bookshelves out then there are these gaps in the trim yeah so I had to go buy a new trim and. That was much cheaper than it was at like the Lumber Narrowsburg down here. Oh, really? Um, at Home Depot, and like I compared to like the crown molding was was like two ninety eight a square, like a, not a square foot, two ninety eight a foot here, yeah. and I think it was like maybe like two thirty eight a foot there. Oh wow! So like sixty cents cheaper. Yeah, that's just I can't fucking believe it. I know, I know. So under a hundred bucks, that's impressive. Yeah, I'll have to ask her again. I don't know if this was the original point of my story, but so I was telling her tonight, like, at least you inherited, you know, naturally some of dad's, like, woodworking and building ability. And uh, Ethan was like, did you have a blueprint? And she said, no, I watched a couple of YouTube videos, and then I just did it. Yeah, see, that's what we have that that they didn't have. True. It's the YouTube. Yeah. They had Bob Vila. Yeah. And even before that, they, not even Bob Vila. But a lot of people just were just learned how to do that stuff like well yeah before you know i would say like before so much shit was just mass produced somewhere in asia yeah yeah people built a lot of shit i mean yeah there were a lot of ron swansons in this world true (laughs) you're right yeah and you know what i think there still are or there are a lot more emerging like younger guy or guys in their thirties or our age that are like have a beard, they want to yeah do something they, that they, matches they, their beard yeah and they quit their like whatever corporate kind of job because like or they, they grew up making this shit with their dad and they were like <laughs> yeah and then their dad died and they're like you know what I'm gonna make really artisan crazy shit and it's gonna be really expensive and that's gonna be my my career and then they somehow figure it out yeah and I I can't. I don't know. Well, it, it's money, dude. It all comes down to money. I know, but... <clears throat> I don't know where they... Well, so a lot of them work... They probably were banking money for years. Yeah. You know, getting a fat paycheck and not really living. And then he probably was like, oh, I've got like 250 grand in the bank. See, now that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that affords you a lot. Yeah. Like, you see people like that, that show American Pickers. I kind of trailed off from watching it but i i love that show dude yeah i haven't watched it in a while yeah and so usually they meet like old crazy all kinds of people but once in a while they'll find a young couple and sometimes it's the chick who's like she grew up doing this with her dad you know and he died and she inherited the place and decided like i know how to do all this stuff let me make art basically you know but functional art then why are they on american pickers well because then there is like they inherit their their dad's place or something and, uh, and they don't want it all. No, like they, they don't. Just, there's stuff they don't cause, want. Because so. their old man accumulated stuff, like probably from his grandfather. You know what I mean? And there was just stuff that they were like. And that's where the pickers are like, 
Yeah, that's where the pickers are like, we'll take that, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, to a little bit, I mean, of a lesser extent here, I will I will say I remember when my great-grandfather, well, not even when he died, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember when he died, I was pretty young, uh, but when my great-grandmother died, we were like sophomores in college, I think it was, it was like 98. Oh, wow. Um, so I remember, I don't know if it was... You got that. You got that longevity, man. And some people. Well, it's in there, though, dude. Yeah. She was, but I, I, we actually just found it. Figured, saw today, like we were cleaning out some more shit upstairs, and uh, like my mom used to write, like starting back, basically when we got like an Apple II computer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she probably actually did it beforehand. She probably did it via typewriter beforehand, but definitely when we got the Apple. Like she would write like holiday letters and mail out, you know. Yeah. Like updates <clears> on. So we found like a whole bunch of old ones, and yeah. So it was she was ninety eight. She passed away. It was like right. It was over Thanksgiving break. Oh, okay. Because I remember that. Because my dad. I remember my dad apologizing to me like I, you know, Thanksgiving break, and I'm doing this. I'm like, what are you apologizing to me for? Like, yeah, but that's a very dad thing yeah. to say. So I don't know. Maybe if it was like, I feel like it couldn't have been until the next spring. But I remember going over to her house. With my uh, dad and my my great uncle, which was one of her children, and like she lived over in Shahola, mm-hmm. and on this huge piece of property that I don't know when they they moved in early 1900s. Oh wow! Not probably not, not early 1900s, but 20s, 30s. Right? You know, I don't. You know? Yeah. Long fucking time ago. Yeah hundred years now mm-hmm. and because like it was a little like in her bedroom like part of her bedroom still had like dirt for the floor oh my god like, it was yeah it was like an addition they put on and never finished right. the floor yeah <laughs> yeah because you probably didn't need a permit or anything no. back then no you just and did back it. in the woods nobody's gonna fucking find you anyway no. like literally they were they, you had to go to a road and then down this big hill and they said her their house her house and then she had like all of these little sheds and little things they had them all over the property and Out they were buildings they were all full yeah like that's the picker's dream <clears throat> man and so i know there was a bunch of stuff that came here Mm-hmm. You know, when my grandfather died, a whole bunch of shit ended up here. Yeah. Not so much the, like, tools and shit like that. My cousin took a lot of that. My aunt's boyfriend took a lot of that. Um, but, like, all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of my mom's stuff when she was a kid. And so now all that stuff's here. So now, like, yeah. like we're finding photos that are, like, from, like, her, from her first marriage that... Like your, your mom was married? Before. Both of my parents were married. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. They, it, yeah. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, they were both married. And I think I remember my mom saying my dad was, like, in his, like, wedding part, like, one of his groomsmen. Really? Like, yeah. Like, For your mom's wedding? Yeah. Wow. So, I don't know the whole story of what happened and, and whatnot. Yeah. But we've you know find, he found a lot of interesting shit like that like yeah my mom flew a plane once no shit but it looks like she only did it once yeah um, but we found like a, you know it was like a flight log and then I actually found a whole bunch of pictures of her like getting on this like little plane <laughs> with what looks like her ex husband okay 
and so that must have been like that that thing yeah i don't know yeah wow yeah it's weird that's that's awesome though dude in a way i mean i feel like you find out a whole bunch of shit about your parents when they when they die well i'm sure (laughs) yeah stuff you didn't want to know and yeah if you want to know i mean just stuff you never even like thought of yeah yeah did did they have kids in the other marriages no but (laughs) i thought there was something else coming uh and jahida found this was like early on we were cleaning out she's going through this this box my mom had in a room it looks like a chest Mm mm-hmm and it's full of like old cards, like from my dad to my mom, like going mm-hmm. back to like when they were dating. Wow. Yeah. And somewhere in there, she found this piece of paper and she started reading this. She's like, you need to see this. I'm like, what? I was doing something I'm like, just, mm-hmm. just read it. This letter states that Raymond Babcock is not the father of Christopher Babcock born. And then it was like some date in like the early seventies. What? So I'm like, it's like 71 or something. And I'm, and I'm like, wait, what? She read it again and then she kept reading. So apparently my dad's first wife cheated on him or, or whatever, got pregnant by some other dude while oh. they were married. Oh, and they named him Chris. Well, I don't think my dad didn't want anything to do with it because he knew it wasn't his. Oh, okay. And I think by this time he might have been in the army. Okay. And that might have maybe it happened while he was in the service. Yeah. Anyway, but because she was married, you know, and yeah. they put down Babcock on the birth of it and they she named the baby Christopher. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. I don't even know So it was like a whole like court affidavit stating yeah. you know that you know, he basically saying like, I, you know, I, I think it was probably through the divorce, like that I have, don't want anything to do with the kid. He, I have nothing yeah. to do with him. Right. You know, I, 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 he's not yeah. mine. I wasn't around when he was born, et cetera, right. et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. that was a, that was a weird thing to find. Yeah. I don't even know how I would react <laughs> to something like that. Yeah. And then what did we found out something about Danny? <laughs> I think his name wasn't Danny originally or it was going to be something like there was really? paperwork and then something got changed. No shit. I'll have to ask her because she, again, I Does think it was Danny in that. Know? I think we said, told him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he will now. Eventually. Makes sense is why like my mom always told me like my dad wanted to name me like, well, I apparently wanted to name me Thurman after Thurman Munson. Nice. Um, Dude, we could be calling you, we should just call you Therm. <laughs> And, you know, like seven months later, not even seven months later, five months later, six months later, you know, Thurman Munson gets killed in a plane crash. Oh, right. That was crazy, you know? Yeah. And then I think I remember her saying that, like, Chad was a name that mm-hmm. he wanted. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if a Christopher was like her thing. And then Probably. he was kind of like a little weird about it, you know. I can imagine your dad being like, Jesus fucking Christ. Are you but fucking kidding me? But she knew. I mean, she had, you know. Right. <laughs> and him being like, are you fucking serious? Well, it's just a really nice name. <laughs> it sounds great. Christopher Babcock. <laughs> Why let it go to waste? You have nothing to do with him. He's not yours. <laughs> a lot of people have the same name. You know, I can see her rationalizing. <laughs> and I didn't know your mom on that level to, to like, 
assume that she would do that. I'm just making this up. That's a very Seinfeld ish. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's where I'm coming from. (laughs) What was the name George gave the that one couple? He didn't think they were going to use, and then they decided he they were going to use it. Seven. Was it okay? Which is the name? Was it six? I don't know, but seven was the name of the the last kid that somehow the Bundys had. Right. I'm married with children. What was was Blossom's best friend six or seven? Six, I think. Okay. Then it was seven. Yeah, because she always said it took her her dad six beers to get her mom drunk enough to to have sex with her. And that's when she was conceived. That's six? why her name was six, yeah. How do you remember that from Blossom? I don't know. Dude, this is how fucking retarded my memory is. Have you watched Blossom since no. it was on in like 1989? No. That's fucked. I know. Like, if you like, because your roommate was obsessed with it in college or something, I'd give it to you. Right. No, that's how fucking retarded my memory is. That is insane Yeah, right there. there there is shit that is like memory burned in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't get rid of it if I wanted to. Like, I can see it like it, like I just saw it. Whoa. On the television, yeah, but like important shit. Whoa, or you know stuff about music and playing the saxophone <laughs> and improvising in the jazz language. My brain's like, "Fuck you, man! I don't know that shit." <laughs> Fuck you! It took her mom seven drinks to get plastered enough to open up her legs to yeah. name her six. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I end up thinking said. about while I'm improvising, and then I'm going, "Fuck! This sounds like shit." <laughs> Next thing you know, you're just playing Joey Lawrence tunes on yeah. your saxophone. Yeah, well, that'd be pretty hip, actually, on the Ewe, dude. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would consider us playing Joey Lawrence tunes. Dude, at tunes. some point, hip. I don't think at some point Joey Lawrence is no, going to no, be no, hip No, 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 that's not what I'm going to say. At some point before I left the city, like the summer before, podcast title, Joey Lawrence is hip. Bet you we can get him on the podcast. That'd be fantastic, dude. He's still pretty big, though. Is like by like you mean? No, I think he's still like he does, like on the Mario Lopez level, isn't he? I don't know. His brothers, one of them was on Boy Meets World. (laughs) Who? who, I don't know. Yeah, he had like three brothers. They did a show, like they had a show at some point together where they were all together. Oh, that's right. Uh, maybe like the Lawrence brothers or something. Yeah, after Blossom ended, right? Yeah, it was yeah. after after that. Yeah, was that her boyfriend or brother? Her brother in the show. I don't show. remember anything about like I can vaguely remember the chick that played her friend. Yeah, and the only reason I remember her is because she's been on Big Bang Theory. Right. Was the dad like a piano player or See, that? I don't. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds familiar. See, this is but see, that's and that's the, the other problem. I don't remember other details. I just have, for some reason, something about that that statement she made like burned into my psyche. That's why I'm named six because my dad said that's how many beers it took to get my mom drunk enough to have sex with her, and Which then she had me. Weird to like that. That was a conversation yeah. you had on that show, and I feel like it got a, a big laugh. See if you can find a clip from that blossom. Blossom's friend six explaining her name. For the first time on DVD, Blossom. We're talking about the big time here, six. Big time? I'm thinking of going to second base. (gasps) 
Get the complete first and second seasons in one six-DVD set. Whoa, unbelievable. Join Blossom as she comes of age in this hilarious and heartwarming hit sitcom. If I told you the truth, I'd never go through any of the stuff that teenagers have to go through. Yeah, and I'd be happy. So what should we mix the vodka with? Congratulations, Blossom. What are you going to do now that you've gotten your period? I'm going to Disneyland to punch out Snow White. Hi, Dad. <laughs> And watch Joey Lawrence's meteoric rise to teen heartthrob. Oh, this is amazing. She's supposed to take this anti-nympho medication, but she doesn't. She's going to be all over me. There's a borderline between the land of the incredibly stupid and the land of the drooling idiot. And on that border is a toll booth. Joey works in that toll booth. Bonus features include three very special featurettes, audio commentaries, and the original pilot is it episode. Supposed to be in this? Relive every moment of this trend-setting sensation. Oh, I don't know. I was just awesome. finding Seasons the trailer. One and two. Now on DVD. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> See Joey Lawrence's meteoric rise. So, six bang Joey? Uh, maybe. Wasn't he always trying to bang her? I don't, I don't know. You have to admit, your parents did give you a weird name. Six? My father said that's how many beers it took. <laughs> I auditioned in New yeah. York <laughs> with a really wide... I guess she doesn't go into it as much as I thought she did, but... <laughs> But still. Yeah. Well, it's still, though. Huh. Yeah. The gist. I, su- I suppose the implication is that, because that's all she says, she doesn't even understand it. No. Because exactly. they're like 12 years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking 12. Yeah. But how fucked up is that? I mean, it happens all the time, but having kids say lines that yeah. their characters don't understand, but probably the actors do. They probably had to have it explained what to them. What were they, like 42, playing 12-year-olds? Like yeah. Like 90210? <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. No, we debunked that. We figured that out the one day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Blossom shaved her mustache by then. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you know, I saw her. She was on one of the Neil deGrasse Tyson Star Talk things. It's a show and podcast he does. And it was like, so it was like a live panel. And she was one of the people, because she's like a... She's actually smart. Yeah, she's... She's like Winnie Cooper. You know, Winnie Cooper's a fucking math genius. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's like a... Is she, is she a nuclear physicist or a yeah, like quantum physicist? Something like something? her... That was the thing yeah, about... Yeah, she's like, got a PhD in, in yeah, physics or something like that. That was the thing about like that the Big Bang Theory. Like Everyone yeah. on there was actually like really fucking smart, except for that one girl who's a regular actress. Yeah. But you know what? On this On this thing, she was kind of like... She had no sense of humor. I don't know if she really has a sense of humor, though. Yeah, because yeah, because you know Neil deGrasse Tyson is is actually pretty funny. Yeah, he's he's great. And the the com- the comedic side, I know Paul Rudd was one, and then was it uh he has this this guy that always you know is like his kind of his foil that like he'll read people's comments and questions and then Neil will answer them and he's a comedian. Uh, but that you know, that's like but you one, don't remember his name. No, I don't. Um, so then it was probably him. So those two are doing the comedic side, and they, you know, they'd razz her. They all razzed each other, and she was just kind of like Paul Rudd would say something outlandish, like, "So does that mean the sun will eventually, you know, engulf the earth, you know, by next year?" Or like, you know, he would make it ridiculous, and she'd be like, huh, "No, what it actually means is and." Like, dude, he was being sarcastic. Yeah. Like, she didn't pick up on any of that or chose just to pretend like she was above it. I don't know. It was kind of bitchy, in my opinion. 
Neil deGrasse Tyson's sidekick is not really uh Sorry, he's a black dude. I know Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, black his dude. sidekick. Because oh. he has he has many comedians and other and other people come on and do his podcast. I'm, t- I'm looking on his Wikipedia, just trying to get everything in one place here. Fuck Wikipedia! Always asking for money. You can't make shit free, and then expect people to just give you money. Oh, I wish we could. Yeah, but we would have to like turn society upside down and totally remake it so that money wasn't the driving force behind everything and I don't really see that happening without either global cataclysm that literally wipes out civilization but humanity still survives and starts again from nothing or such violent global revolution that the deaths are just unimaginable Past co-hosts has have included Colin Jost, <clears throat> Lynn Coplitz. Oh, I think I might have seen her before. Leehan Lord, Eugene Mirman, he plays Gene on Bob's Burgers. John Oliver, Chuck Nice, and Kristen Chuck nice. Shaw. Chuck Nice. That's my favorite of his co-hosts. Chuck Nice is an American stand-up comedian and radio personality from. I don't know. Pennsylvania, Scranton, Nipa, Lords Valley. No, South. I don't fuck Stroudsburg, Philly. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, you're pointing right here. I'm pointing down. Well, down doesn't equal South. <laughs> as much as people wish it did, they are not the same thing. My deck is the equator. I don't know if you knew that or not. It is definitely not <laughs> the equator of my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yes, it is, actually. Well, um, not really. So he's from Philly, where he started his career hosting a show atop a new wave dance club, The Bank. He was also a show co- a show host on QVC. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, he's funny, though. Best man. I Week like Ever, him. Smoking Gun, True TV's. Uh, comic strip. He's been featured in commercials, Smirnoff and Enterprise. He often co-hosts Star Talk alongside the DeGrasse. And uh, he's appeared on the Tyra Banks show. Hmm. He's also the host of the Top 10 Countdown that airs weekly on the Centric Network. I don't know, fucking know. And he also hosts HGTV's Buy Like a Mega Millionaire. Look at that guy. <laughs> Big guy, big guy. Yeah, I forget what my point was, but uh, oh, that shit was funny. Yeah, yeah. And I, and Paul Rudd's really funny, actually. Paul Rudd is hilarious. Yeah, I, that's a dude I just want to hang out with. Yeah, I, I would, I hope that he's actually just really like that. I hope it's not all an act, an act. What are you doing buying your stuff from the guy selling in the parking lot? DinnerWithSmarks.Threadless.com is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swag. T-shirt does? Hoodies, cell phone cases, and prints. It's all just a click away. DinnerWithSmarks.Threadless.com. Hey, we want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. New sponsor? Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> Banny Bands Headbands. So Banny Band Headbands, they are designed in the USA and they are the best headbands for working out, hanging out, playing hard, and looking good. 
They're great for kids and they're great for men and women. Yeah, now if you want to check them out, you can go to bannybands.com. That's B-A-N-I-B-A-N-D-S.com. Bannybands.com. <laughs> it's Banny Bands. They're good. They're sweaty. They're good. Oh, wait, no. What? Have a question or just want to speak your mind? Call and leave us a message at 863-576-4902. And we'll play your call back on the next episode. So where did, where did we first learn of the Paul Rudd? Was it Clueless? I mean, he might have been around before that, but I that's don't where really, I first saw him. I don't really remember him from anything before that. No, look did it any, up. <laughs> I'm tired of looking it up. You have a fucking God iPhone too. Fucking damn it! And you're then, right. and you know, he had his his run in Friends, and then he seemed to get like big. Yeah, it's I, almost as if Friends like kind of gave him the real kick. Yeah. Because what other... I feel like he did other movies, too, before that that we saw, but maybe they weren't as big. Because, like, when did he big. do the thing with uh, Stifler with the energy drink? Oh, dude, that was, like, after I moved to Florida. <laughs> oh. Well, then I don't know shit. Yeah, that was after he kind of got resurrected by Judd Apatow. Oh, really? Well, Judd Apatow... So we're, we're, so when you think when you think of Paul Rudd these days, if you don't think of his character in Friends, you're thinking like Knocked Up, This Is Forty, yeah, you know, and that's all Judd Apatow. Oh, Anchorman! Okay. Anchorman was his coming out party on the big screen. Oh, really? I would say so. He was hilarious, and not Anchorman. I'm sorry. Well, yes, he was an Anchorman actually, right? I don't remember. He's he's the um, and forty year old virgin is what I meant to say. What did you say? Anchorman. Oh, but he is an anchorman. Okay. Champ kind. He's not. Champ is a sports guy. Brick is weather. God, he's done a lot of movies. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Jesus Christ! In twenty sixteen, one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. He did seven movies in 2016. Now, I haven't heard of... Oh, no. They're not all movies. There's Bob's Burgers, Nerdland. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're not all movies. Who did he... What was his What year do I want to go back to? Like, when was Clueless? Like, 92. Fuck. Yeah, he does a ton of voiceovers. But so do, like, everybody these days. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, that was a great movie. He was in his. Well, they're not all in chronological. Oh, order. you got to go to all filmography. Oh, and then look at a. actor. God damn it! Why is it so much work? Why can't I just ask some technology to give me the answer? You can. Yeah, he played Brian Fantana in Anchorman. Okay. So, so when was the first Anchorman? Oh four, and that was just coming off of of Friends. Oh, that movie, 200 Cigarettes. I feel like I remember that in 1999. Wet Hot American Summer, but that wasn't a big hit. No. 1996 was Clueless. I'm sorry, 1995. Oh, he also did the TV show. 1995 was the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, before that, I had not heard of anything he was in before he did Clueless. So we've heard of him. I don't know why we're going so deep into Paul Rudd. Well, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> or that's what he said. <laughs> this is our uh, Paul Rudd episode. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely have to say that in my mind, we know him from there. Yeah. He got, he played, a, uh, you know, Phoebe's boyfriend, then husband mm-hmm. and friends. He was Arab to the end. And then when that ended is when he did Anchorman. Okay. I just feel like, and I think that's what because he was one of Ron's news buddies. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? My confusion is, I didn't see those seasons of Friends until long after they oh, aired. Oh, okay. So by the time I saw him, I was like, "Oh, oh fucking Paul Rudd! Yeah. This is fantastic!" Yeah. At you that know? time, oh, that's the dude from Clueless. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm confused. Yeah, and then and then after that, I would say then forty year old virgin. He'd got into well. I mean, Anchorman was had Paul Rudd's not Paul Rudd, Judd Apatow's name in it somewhere. Yeah. So, but yeah, then he did Forty Year Old Virgin, which was huge. Yeah, uh, and knocked, his character was great. He did Knocked Up. Yeah, he did some Reno Nine One One. Yeah, and then he did the sequel to. You then know, he, he did, did their spinoff. He did Forgetting Sarah. 40. Then he did Forgetting in 2008. He did Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Role Models. Yeah, and even though Forgetting Sarah Marshall, he was a very, bit player. Like mm. there was, he had. I loved his fucking character. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, dude. I stopped wearing a watch when I got out of here. He's like, oh man, that's so cool. Yeah. It's like, how do you know what time? And he's like, oh, I just look at my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he did. Uh, <laughs> Shit, what was that other movie? I Love You, Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did Dinner Which I really for- liked. I thought that was a great I movie. I loved that And movie. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a fantastic movie. Dinner for Schmucks. Right. Uh, our Idiot Brother, which I watched. I, it was one of those ones that was kind of, eh. Yeah. Uh, Wanderlust. Did you ever see Wanderlust? Jennifer Aniston and him. And uh, it's it's all the guys from the state. I don't uh, think like, I did. Um, they end up at like a nudist colony or like a nudist compound. Oh, and do they end up having sex with other people? Or are they both kind of chicken out or something? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. But it's it's got like Ken Marino's his brother yeah. or brother-in-law or something. Yeah, that's right. And it's like all the guys from like the yeah. non-Reno 911 state group, yeah. you know, because they kind of split down the middle. Yeah. That Yeah, I did see that. I didn't think that was very... Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, I, th- I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I liked okay it better than This Is Forty, which was his follow up. Uh, this is the end. That was I a weird movie. Uh, Anchorman Two. We were talking about that the other day. It could have been shorter. It's. Mm. I, I think I've only ever watched it the one time. Right. I might have watched it again because I got it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I might have watched it after afterwards. Here's something that uh, you might enjoy. There was this thing on, um, and he he did some of these on on Cartoon Network on the Adult Swim. Yeah, they they build these things, build like not built, but yeah. build like at like present tense. They build like they actively big, build like. No, build like B I L L E D. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, see, I don't know why I was so build. Yeah, 
um, has this like huge event, and they called we were talking it, about building things. Yeah. before. I guess I just that's where my brain that was, was called the greatest event in television history. Okay, and they ran ads. It's like it's going to be the best. You know, it's the greatest event in television history. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're fucking great. They are really great. <laughs> what it is, it's they take and it's this it's this group of actors. It's like. John, well, it's always uh, Adam McKay who plays um, the guys in Parks and Rec, and he was in Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's him. That's the guy like you love to hate him. Yeah, <laughs> but it's him, and then it's like a whole bunch of those other people. Like Amy Poehler was in one with them. Um, Paul Rudd's in them. John Hamm, mm. and they do shot for shot remakes of classic television intros. Oh, really? <laughs> like they did like three or four of them. Um, but it's uh, like uh, I I have them too. They're hilarious because they that sounds pretty funny. They do, and it's the guy Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor, is oh. like like hosted like the greatest event in television oh. history. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like because they do the whole backstory, like and yeah. something always happens, and there's always drama, oh. and everyone hates Adam McKay. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's such a dick. <laughs> and then like the whole thing, and then they what they'll, they'll play it, and then they go back and play it, and they play him like side by side. Oh, okay. And you can see, and it's like, holy shit, like, yeah. you did a great fucking job. Yeah. Well, that's like the guy that played Freddie Mercury in uh, Queen. Yeah. I mean, when you watch those side by side, like, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what was that movie called? That Queen, wasn't it? No. I don't think it was just called Queen. I don't know. Look it up. You're the one challenging me. You asked, and I answered. <sighs> <laughs> so now it's on you to look it up. How would I look this up? Because it's not called Queen. I don't know how to look it up. <laughs> Go to IMDb. And I'm t- in IMDb. Oh, just type Queen movie. It, uh, I don't think I typed Queen and nothing came up. Not another teen movie, and that was pretty funny. Yeah, Queen movie doesn't do me any good. Bohemian Rhapsody is oh, what it's called. Okay. <laughs> God damn, I'm retarded. <laughs> it's called Queen. <laughs> I was so sure too. Yeah, you were. I was. Yeah, you're like you're challenging me. <laughs> Look it up. That was just me being lazy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and that concludes the Paul Rudd segment. Yeah. So where do we see Paul Rudd going in the future? I don't know. Somewhere funny. I don't know if I've seen him in anything recently. Well, I haven't seen anything recently, and by that I mean a long time. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're not really doing, nobody's doing stuff either, so. Yeah. I mean, appar- there's some stuff apparently that's kind of, resu- like, Ethan was telling me that uh, Keanu Reeves did an interview on some late night talk show, I guess. Maybe it was John Oliver or something. Him and the guy who plays. Uh, John Oliver? I don't remember. It was some one of those shows. I just, I mean, I watched, we, I mean, we haven't watched recent episodes, but. That's not the point. What is? On some shows. Like Jimmy Fallon, like The Tonight Show? I don't know. On some show, uh, he did an interview, uh, you know, with the other guy from Bill Bill and Ted, Ted, all from remote. And, uh, you know, the, the host said, no, I know you're in LA, but Keanu Reeves, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm in Berlin. And he's like, Jesus Christ. And he goes, yeah, we just finished, uh, shooting on Matrix 4. So, like, they were working over there. Yeah. Well, it's not the U.S. A lot of things are happening not in the U.S. Yeah. Although now, like, I just saw online maybe yesterday that, like, India had 
like the highest spike ever for India. Wow. Of of deaths or something like that. So it's you know. Oh, it's still there. Yeah. My favorite thing now is like suddenly the CDC has come out and like said that like ninety one percent of the deaths weren't because of COVID. Did they really? I didn't hear yeah. that. And it's like, boy, that's when was that? Like two days ago. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm out of it. This was like two days after they recommended that don't bother getting tested. You know, if you're Jesus Christ, and everyone's like, oh, see, blah blah blah, fuck, and like apparently, uh, Doctor Fauci was actually under anesthesia, having something done at the time. They never consulted with him. Jesus they Christ. said they did. Yeah, and uh, you can clearly see the whole directive of the White House saying mm-hmm. the CDC will not disseminate information that does not go through the White House first. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, so you told you it was just a hoax. Well, not. It's like, are you, like, did you forget about that whole, like, little thing there? You know, it's, yeah, that they're just doesn't retarded. make you question anything. Yeah. No, they're just if retarded. If the shoe was on the other foot, you'd be like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I know. It's just com- complete idiocy. It's, it's, it's a complete cult mentality. Like, yeah. Doesn't matter. Like, yeah. nothing. Well, that's the same as idiocy to me. I mean,. <sighs> Yes and no. I feel like idiocy, it's almost, you don't, you can't help it, but like, I don't know. Well, I guess that's what I think about those people, that they're so stupid that they don't, they literally don't know any better. I think they're so fucking brainwashed by the, I don't think, yeah. But I feel like you can only brainwash an idiot. Yes, and I think it's easier to brainwash an idiot, but I think True. you can brainwash anybody if you tell them what they want to hear. That's actually one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> Chris said title. the most brilliant thing I've ever heard? No, that oh. <laughs> you can. it's easier to brainwash an idiot, but you can brainwash anyone if you tell them what they want to hear. It's a long title, but it's a good one. That is a very long title. Yeah. Just be a tech. A cover you, it could text. just be you can brainwash anyone if you tell them what they want to hear. But not really. Like and that and it's why the whole like racism thing is bubbling up because mm-hmm. they've always been there and now they're hearing it mm-hmm. and they don't care what else is said. They don't. They don't realize how contradictory and stupid they sound every time they open their mouths. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's. Because they are they are brainwashed on what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. They have no platform this year. No, they literally nothing. have no platform. They've come no. out and said we have no platform. Yeah. Our platform is just to get this guy reelected. Yeah, I know it's unfucking believable. Or as like, Mac from Night Court would say, "Undirty word, believable." Like that. That's what and we've. You know, we've talked about, I mean, especially with Jada and with Lisa when we were, we were still in Florida when this happened, but the whole, like, of how DeSantis won Florida, like, he ran on no platform except that I'm like Donald Trump. I, yeah. I, I, that's I know. That's not a platform. Exactly. So this was like... That's being, it, that's being a, like the captain of the Gestapo and just saying, well, he says I should be here. And tell all you assholes what to do, so that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're fucking modern-day Nazis, dude. Uh, yeah. You know, I've, I've heard people say it all throughout, like, 
school, like since Nazis were something that were talked about in history class, like someone always inevitably said, but like, how could the Nazis have come to power? Like they were elected. Hitler was elected to power. And my answer to that is take a look around right now. Yeah. There's your answer. Oh, now there's no question. Yeah. But it's sometimes even, even knowing the answer to that question and reading about it still doesn't really make sense. And now we're it's unfolding. We're living it. Absolutely. And it is a a truly fucked up scenario. And I've you know, I've always been not a conspiracy theorist, but into them and into like I've always loved post apocalyptic stories and movies and like dystopian future stuff. But I n- never thought that You'd I be would be living or, yeah. or on the path. Yeah. Because we're not there yet. Yeah. I, like, I've read a decent amount of science fiction. Granted, not a wide variety, but a decent amount. And it's like, I've seen this kind of shit described, like, in so many different stories. Whether it was, like, the history of something that they described or something that was actively part of the story. You know. Nobody thought the movie Idiocracy was going to turn out to be a fucking documentary. Yeah, exactly. It's just madness. It, and here we are to commentate on it mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Yeah. Here on the Dinner with Schmuck yeah. podcast. Well, you know, like, I want to reread it, but I read 1984. You know, that's a dystopian. Yeah. And that seems to be. Yeah. And it's like the same, like. Almost a playbook. Yeah. In the story, you know, they're whatever quote unquote country or portion of the earth they're part of i think you know it takes place in england but they're actually part of like the north american alliance and then there's like the you know i I don't know like maybe africa and the middle east and then and then the asians like it's really just three world powers and they're always at war with each other you know it's either these two against that one or and they just constantly switch sides and every time they switch sides the government comes out and says we are now at war. Instead of being at war with the African continent, we're at war with the Asian continent. And in fact, we've always been at war with the Asian continent. The Africans are now our allies, and they've actually always been our allies. Like, they rewrite history every single time. And everyone knows it's fake, but it's just like, well, now this is what we believe. Yeah. Because they know if they don't, you know, it's a, it's a supremely big brother, like, oppressive state. So you can't even like whisper to your friend like, you know, that's bullshit, right? Because someone will hear it or you're, you know, everyone's obligated to report something kind of like the communists were, you know, so people start ratting on their friends when they did nothing wrong. Because if you don't eventually give somebody up, they think you're, yeah, you're part of it, part of the resistance or sedition or something. And you'll be fucking arrested and sent to a, a gulag or something. You know what I mean? So that so if you whisper something like that to your friend, like he's gonna fucking roll on you instantly, because that's points for him. Yeah. Now he can like sleep easier for a couple of months, maybe or so. You know, like that's the whole thing. It's easy to make people honestly believe something because they they're able to just convince themselves of it if there's so much fear, which is what we're living through now. Yeah, that's exactly that's that's all the R in. I didn't watch any of it. I did not want to even contribute to the low ratings. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to make them any. I don't want to give them any ticks. What are you talking about? 
the the RNC. Oh, last totally. Week. Yeah, I heard I heard the orange. Oh, and then I thought I missed like the next word, like you were referring to as skin or something. Oh, well, that too. Yeah. From everything I've seen and and heard, yeah, it was it was nothing but like fear mongering the entire yeah. time, and fear mongering for some uh, based off of something that is already happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently a lot of the pictures they were showing from like Spain or something now that came out. Really, like a lot of the protest pictures and the like they weren't even from this country that they no were showing shit. out the yeah like as part of like the the fear campaign. Did you see any? I saw just a snippet of it of the speech that I guess it's is it Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend or fiance? Oh, she's also like one of the she's she has a spot in the administration too yeah and she was married to the i think the governor of california who's wickedly democrat oh and they got divorced and she hooked up with uh donald trump jr she gave a speech yeah and it's she's like a straight little fucking shitting hitler in a skirt dude yeah i mean it is unbelievable she's just up there like you you could put a mustache on her and, and put her arm up in the air and it'd be Hitler in a skirt, dude. That's fuck. what she was saying and the way she was saying <clears throat> it. Meanwhile, the uh, first lady actually dressed like Hitler's wife <laughs> for Did her she? speech. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I didn't. Yeah, like she wore an that. outfit that looked almost exactly like something that Eva Braun wore. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I'm that serious. Oh, let me. I got to see a picture of this. It's like an olive green, like a dandle with like a white top with like fluffy sleeves almost or just like no it was a green like almost military like oh really typed in melania's and the first thing that comes up is jacket and then melania's boyfriend hank (laughs) (laughs) what am i looking up oh speech uh well i was looking up the photos to show just what she well yeah it was what she wore that for her speech that night oh i get what you're saying yeah the outfit she wore yeah Totally, dude. Yeah, and look at her. Yeah. That's the way Hitler did it. Just that, like... Yeah, oh, dude, 100 fucking percent. Holy shit. It's right in front of our fucking eyes. That's her saluting Hitler. Yeah. It's right in front of our fucking eyes. Because that's how all the bigwigs did. You know, all the little shits had to do the, the, the giant thing, but they just walked around like this, fucking homos. <laughs> And that's exactly what she's doing. It's right in front of our fucking eyes. I'm just, I'm, I didn't hear anything about that. I'm flabbergasted. It's right in front of our fucking eyes. Yep. And that's probably the title now. <laughs> right in front of our fucking eyes or just eyes? Mainly fucking in there. <laughs> there, there are no words anymore. No. no, I mean, there's nothing that either one of us could say that even really <clears throat> captures the the severity and scope of the situation and the only people that would even bother listening to it are people that already think that anyway yeah so the, you know like that's why it kind of sucks to talk about like I, anytime I feel like I'm just saying like not now but, you know, I, I talk to so many people throughout the day and, like, it, you almost end up making small talk. Yeah. You know, you're taking their yeah. blood pressure and their pulse and... 
checking and, their vaginas. Yeah. And so, you know, you throw a little small talk like, hey, it's windy out there today, eh? You know, and they say, are you from Canada? And I say, no, I, I don't know where that came from. It just kind of <laughs> popped out. I say it all the time. Nobody <laughs> questions me. I know. And, uh, but, that, but that's the kind of shit. <laughs> so then, so, you you know, and I feel like I'm just regurgitating and hearing the same shit. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. When's this going to end? Nobody fucking knows. Blah, 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 bang. Did, uh, did you enjoy the uh, Trump boat parade yesterday on Lake Wampawak? I didn't know there was one. Bro, I sent you that thing. Oh no, that was about a barbecue. There was a yeah. boat parade. Like, I'm like, and then it was supposed to be for Saturday, but the rain date was Sunday. I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, it's raining. I was like, oh, <laughs> their parade's getting canceled. And then I'm like, oh shit, they have a rain day already planned. Fuck. Yeah, it was yesterday. I had no idea, dude. Jesus Christ. And what the reason I saw it is because Wilsonville Recreational Park kept promoting the fuck out of it, kept promoting posts oh from God. people. So I quickly I unfollowed that shit. I hate that fucking place. I mean, I know, you know, we know people that own it, run oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of another place, not Wilsonville. Yeah. But Wilsonville's fine. I don't have a problem with that place. Well, except that. They're just, they kept promoting that like crazy. Well, that, I, yeah, I, I I didn't know that previously. Yeah. I was, th- there is another pl- place <clears throat> that I. Another place you get gas at on the lake? I don't know if oh. I ever got gas there. No, well, is it a gas? No, it's, oh. it's more like a trailer park. Oh. Sunny, Sunnyvale? It's uh, Walt's Landing. Remember where, where Stephanie used to live? You remember her from Earhart's? Yeah, but I don't remember where she used to live. So, you know, Aspen Ridge, where I live. Okay. And then Baker Marine, as you're coming down the hill. Yeah. Right after Baker Marine on the left, you go back in there, and it's all trailers, or like double wides. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. And it's like, maybe also a campground? Uh I, I don't know. I might be wrong about that. But those motherfuckers, they all summer long... Every night of the goddamn week, they shoot off fireworks. Uh-huh. And mostly, they're like fucking half sticks of dynamite, yeah. and, then, and then some firecrackers, and then another half stick of dynamite, and then a shit ton of like regular fireworks, and then a half stick of dynamite. It's like every night of the week for the whole goddamn summer. <laughs> I'm, yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. Nope. It's like living in Florida, man. Yes. Yes. It... Oh, legal fireworks. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> ever. It's so funny because I don't care. You can, we all have a conversation with someone about abortion, about religion, about the fucking dipshit that they got up there, you know, pulling levers for the country. I will not budge on that being the worst thing to ever fucking happen. <laughs> but Previous to that, you're like, why can't I buy fireworks? Or why do I need an outer state driver's license to go buy fireworks in my own state? I wasn't like that. No, I'm just saying people in general. I'm not yeah. saying you, but... but Those are fucking idiots but and no, assholes. These, these same people are the same people are now complaining about the legal fireworks. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they've all changed their stance once they actually yeah, found out what it is. But now it makes so much goddamn money no. because of all the fucking people. And there's peop- local people that do it, too. Yeah, you know? but it's... Yeah, because can you, because is New, New York and New Jersey still off limits? Oh, I have no idea. I can't, yeah. All I know is that, I mean, the like the Waltz Landing people are locals. Yeah. Um, but like in our little neighborhood, man, 
there's there's you know not all at the same time so that it ends up being constant but there's like three or four houses in there where they're either being rented or airbnb'd or people just come and go like they have friends up for the weekend um or it's like some kid's birthday party so then there's like some kind of fucking fireworks going off in our neighborhood every goddamn night the other night we're sitting out back and it's fucking after nine o'clock and the the house down the street that we know is Airbnb'd, there's people all with New York plates that were there for like two weeks. They finally were gone last night. Their two weeks were up, I guess. They were shooting off fireworks. And it was after nine o'clock and they're shooting off these fireworks. And I, I screamed like because we're all like instantly enraged. And I scream, shut the fuck up, like at the top of my lungs at nine o'clock. Yeah. Dude, you're only 41. Well. <laughs> like, I, we complain like they in need, Florida, like when they were going off at like still 11, 12. Yeah, but this is a small little morning. neighborhood, dude. Like, no. they You don't, don't live I here. Don't, I don't hear any fireworks here at all. I know. Nobody's it's fucking here. great here. Dude, I almost bet if I pulled up the camera to my house, we'd be able to hear fireworks. <laughs> the Katy Perry song? Yeah. Is that, is it that pl- what it, it is? plays on a loop at the front door? Because <laughs> that's my jam, bitches. Hopefully, you don't find your parents fucking. Yeah. I hear the same shit I hear here. Well, here, just... What, I, your mic and my mic's not going to make a fucking difference. No, I was just going to let you put it up to your ear. But I can hear. I got headphones oh, in. okay. I'm saying, it's the same shit I hear here. Yeah. No, that is all you hear. But... Is it so that blows my on? theory. <laughs> I'm, o, I'm O for whatever on my guarantees tonight. Well, you challenged me. It's on you to look it up, son. Uh, it might be a good pee break time. Yeah, let's we'll do do a quick break and we'll come back. Yeah, do a quick wrap up. Yeah, I think that's a a good plan. Episode one twenty seven. It's the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. We we're gonna go to something, but let's. Uh, you want to plug anything before you go to a break? I don't um, know. What do you, you got to plug? I don't have anything to plug, man. I got. I mean, I, I'm just working. I got no like. Obviously, no gigs. I and I wouldn't play a gig right now if I was offered one. Not you know, and it's not even because I would feel necessarily really unsafe, depending on the location. But I'm personally, I'm just so against the idea of people going out to restaurants and congregating in public. Yeah, you have no guarantee of anything. There's always some piece of shit. Who at least pulls his mask down off his nose. At that point, all bets are off. Yeah. You might as well all take them off and start fucking making out. As far as I'm concerned. And again, that's my opinion. <laughs> take it for what it's worth. Your professional opinion. No, my very unprofessional opinion. So, ha- the fa- feeling that way, like, how, how can I go take money to do something that I'm basically condemning other people for doing? Yeah, I don't. I, I think that would be just not, not being true to myself and not the right thing to do. 
Unless I truly changed my see, stance on that, but I don't see but, that happening. So the, but you're, see, you play like your typical gig would be more jazz based, right? Mm hmm. But that could be done like at like, like playing like outside, like, like dinner. Well, I, I did say depending on the venue. Yeah, because like there, like people are at their tables and they're spaced apart. Right. Yeah, no, but, if you're not going to go play like but a. still. Like a gig where there's like. It's still, j- but the idea, the server's got to go up to them. There's people making food in the kitchen. I just, I just don't think it's. I don't even, think it's safe. Even the outside dining. Yeah, there's still too much contact. It's just, it's impossible. People are preparing your food. People are preparing your food when we get takeout too, though. Yeah, but the chances of of you catching something from just your typical healthy person, just like removing coronavirus from the equation are far lower. This thing spreads like a motherfucker. No, I know, but, but if, but like none of us have, I don't think, I mean, we certainly have not slowed with the takeout, I mean, we'd continue to do takeout and do but the whole thing. I feel thing. like there, there's kind of one less point of contact because your food gets boxed up in the kitchen. Yes, but and but doesn't then, come out until you open it. But then, to, but you got to take that. Then you fairly have to take that out of the equation of like outdoor dining. That somebody's preparing your food. Somebody's preparing your food, whether you're dining there or you're not. You're right. That's an excellent point. So, but the the server. Your, yeah. yeah, but no, that does. I mean, that does put a big. However, though, like in most there. places, though, somebody, unless it's like like Moe's, where the people who make your food are the ones that actually give you your food. Mm-hmm. But like in most places, there's always still somebody with that contact between point A and point B, whether they're bringing it out to your car. Well, that's true. Um, you know, it's usually not the chef. I'm just saying it's in a it's in a closed container, whereas in the restaurant, the person is carrying it on a plate out to yeah. you, which it, it makes my argument much weaker than I realized. Because that is kind of a minor part of a much larger equation that I was putting everything on. Yeah. <laughs> so good point, man. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. I need to be taken down a notch. But but I but you know, look, I get you know, it's it's a a moral stance thing with you. Yeah. In yeah. theory, yeah. And I'm that's why I'm saying it's my personal opinion. It comes from an emotional place. So that's why I'm saying take take that for what it's worth. I'm not I'm not claiming for this to be some, you know, really lofty philosophical thought out thing. It's an emotional reaction to me and feeling that way I can't go play a gig. Yeah, yeah, you know, like for me, honestly, because I never really made money. I I made extra money, which helped, but like didn't break me. If it, when I lost it completely, I missed it. But you know what I mean. So I wasn't making a living from that. But um, so really, the most important thing to me is to fucking have fun playing. Yeah, and you need you know, the energy, and you're not getting yeah. that. You can't get that with with what's going on. No, not if I feel the way I feel. Yeah, and yeah, you know, be playing like but, at my ex's wedding reception. You know, like I, fuck you, you couldn't pay me enough. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, but like but you, I think you could to, resurrect Coltrane, and I'd be like, you, you, someone else could have that gig. <laughs> I don't need to play with him for that. <laughs> but yeah, to to. Go out there and have like, 
I guess, you know, if you, if you're playing with like the right group of people or whatever, like you could be having fun playing to an empty room. Oh, absolutely. Uh, But I don't, I don't have a, but I don't, I don't have an emotional, moral, moral response to an empty room. No, no. What I'm saying though is, but even like, even doing that though, like it's, it's just, it's such a, an, a level up or two to have like a crowd and to have people that are into what you're doing. So that oh, definitely yeah. like gives you that act. So it's, it might be, you know, to, to, you know, hard to even without that interaction or without well, that enthusiasm to reach that level of, to the point where it is fun for you to play. Right. And I don't know, well. if, I don't know if I've said this to you before or if I've said it on the podcast before, both are equally possible, but, I feel like I've been saying for a couple of months now, like before all this started, like when I lived in the city, a really, really good gig for me crowd wise would be when whatever place I was playing in was at 25% capacity. (laughs) And so now you got to figure they're maxed at, they're maxing out at 25% capacity and they're not, they're not selling out. They're not seeding all their, you know what I'm saying? They're not maxing out at that 25%. So now I'm going to go play a gig and it's not... It's Is not anybody even... doing indoor entertainment at this point, though? No. No, okay. Not that I... I mean, But outdoor I... is not capped at 25. Is it? Uh, you know what? I don't know. It might be well, It might be 50 now. Or 50 or 75. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I think outdoor was supposed to go at one... Like initially went back to 100 before everybody yeah. fucking went bonzo. Right. But yeah, but it, indoor I know is capped at twenty five. Okay, but it might also be different for like food service. Like you can have an outdoor gathering probably at that point of a hundred people, but I think for dining, like, because you because you can have that many people outside, but they still had to social distance. So like you can't spread a hundred people in a restaurant. I didn't out. say a hundred people. I said a hundred percent. Hundred percent capacity might be six people for you. You know oh, I, mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah, 100% might be four people. If you're at 25, you can only put one person in your joint. Wow. Sure. You know, like like a little Chinese, you know, place, yeah. you know, like thing like that. It has like three tables or whatever yeah. that see two people at okay. each. Right. So, yeah, I didn't mean 100 people. It's just 100%. Okay. So, yeah, you're right. You're going to, you know, you're not getting crowds like that unless you have. Well, and Vince was telling me when I saw him, I don't know if that was last week I played with him and Bob or the week before. I have. No I think it was last there. Monday. I know. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, um, Vince was telling me in the city like people are gigging like outdoors, uh, but also po- I think possibly indoors. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but he said everything has to be listed as like incidental music. <laughs> because so basically you can't. It has to be just in the periphery. You yeah. can't have that as like come here and listen like yeah. live jazz tonight like as the thing the like the main draw because then that's considered an event yeah but you can have incidental music so Vince was like yeah you know I he was like I lost 40% of my income from from losing gigs because he he gigs a lot in the city yeah yeah you know and he was like, and now it's fu- just fuck. It's incidental. Like it doesn't. It's just fuck. Whatever. And I was like, I know, dude. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people that are just gonna have to hang it up in some way for a while, and that usually leads to for a long while or permanently. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's 
it's tough to put it down and then pick it back up. Yeah, it I, is. I, you know, I kind of went through that almost last year. You know, I yeah. kind of like had not played really a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit here and there on my electric kit or whatever, and then you know being back and playing with you and Matt and then yeah. with Evan. You know, and you know, writing tunes and and whatnot. You know, I'd start playing again, and it was tough to. You know, I started watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I know. Well, like, you got to you got to build your chops back. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. That's what I went through like all last year, man. Because I, but I'm gonna have to go through it again whenever I get this shit cleaned up and could put stuff yeah. together and play. Because now I haven't played again in like. Yeah. Really, once we stopped recording, I, I kind of. Yeah, but now it's only been since then, whereas before it had been like years. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. By the so way, I think I have a. Bad. I think I have a plan for that room now. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Figure it out. So and then we can probably wrap because we just kept going and this is true. Yeah, that's probably that'll make it a tight episode. Where the uh, where the piano is now in that little corner, the TV is going to go there. Okay, so fifty five inch TV, uh, Xbox hooked up to it, a classic video game systems, nice uh, Blu ray player, five point one surround sound, sweet since I have another system that I haven't been using forever. Yeah. The baby grand will come out of the corner that's over here. Okay. Kind of facing out. Like so if you're at the keyboard you're facing the corner? No, you're facing the the room. Oh, okay. So the keyboard is to the corner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're sitting in the corner facing out. Word. Uh, a little further down the wall, hopefully the organ, same situation, you're sitting mm-hmm. looking into the room. Mhm. Drums in the opposite corner. Gotcha. Uh, the big piano against the wall in between the baby grand and the drums. Yeah. And, well, I guess that's all the big stuff. And then the speakers kind of set up around it. Speakers and lights. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's going to be sweet. And then you get the bar a little tricked out, cleaned up a little. Oh, yeah, the bar. I'm going to put the, the liquor behind it, yeah. lit up. Yeah. Since I need to use the cabinets to store all of our cake pans and baking stuff. That's okay. <laughs> I uh, mean, you don't need a lot of liquor out there. No. You, we don't. We don't uh, nobody really much, drinks yeah. much. So it's really just for decoration. Yeah. So oh, and I'm going to add a second shelf, too, so we'll have right. plenty of room for it. Yeah. Plus, I have the entire inside of the bar. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a couple chairs. It'd be, it'd be cool, cool joint. Yeah. Be you gonna have any kind of seating out there, like, like stadium seating? No. Yes. <laughs> no, like a like a love seat or a couch or something. Uh, well, we're gonna King have size bed where I can do chicks. We're gonna have a recliner. <laughs> the recliner that's already down there. Which, by the way, there are none to be done by me. <laughs> <laughs> that yellow chair that's in this room, that roundish one. Oh, that's on wheels. Hip, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna go down there. I don't know what else besides that. No, that's cool. There'll be some some places to sit, I mm. guess. Just because I'm lazy. Yeah, the, I mean, we have like those tall bar stools too, like that I have like oh, one yeah. in my uh, had one in my office. I yeah. think we might have the other one in the studio. Yeah, uh, I like so, to have one of those behind me. Yeah, those are those will be down there. So it'll that's be. That's what uh, she said. <laughs> it'd be cool. Looking forward to getting that. I think that's I got it. When we do flooring downstairs, we got. I think we're gonna start in that room <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of the hallway, just because. <clears throat> it's it's just a big well, open yeah. area. It should go quickly. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but we just have to get a lot more stuff thinned out because it's going to be a lot of moving. The flooring is also going to come up really... Well, there is a little bit of tile in front of the door. The rest of it's just carpet that's glued down to the floor. It's just, <clears throat> you know, yeah, one-ply carpet. It's not... 
don't have to scrape it. You just pull it up. The glue is so yeah. fucking old. Mm. Uh, so, and then we don't have to do anything. We can just put the carpet, the, the new flooring right down over that, yeah. which is nice. We don't have to sand it or anything except for where the, the, the tile is in front yeah. of the door. So that'll be, uh, that should be cool. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, don't know when we're going to get to it. Well, I know it's, you know, there's a lot of other shit to be done in in the meantime. Yeah, but I mean, but a lot of like that room, like there's just stuff now. It's, I just keep moving piles. Mm-hmm. Like when they get bigger, it's like all this stuff is standing. I finally got all like the drum shit cleaned up from behind the bar when Matt threw it back there. Now oh, it's yeah. all standing in that corner. <laughs> I got speakers stacked up in that corner now. I'm trying to, you know, get stuff like this stuff is for this room. Yeah. Well, there. I know because we just dumped everything in there. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> as best we could. Oh, the record player. I got to figure out where I got to put that. Although I think that's going to go by the TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably the same thing. So we got plans. It's cool. Yeah. What what I'm looking forward to is in the next 24 to 48 months when we're allowed to actually uh, do things without a threat of threat of contracting this virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we kind of joke when we say that timeline, but there's no way of knowing. Exactly. You know, they're supposedly fast track, and I, I, I know we should wrap. They're supposedly fast tracking this this vaccine, and now they're trying to get it emergency use authorization when it's not even done with phase three of the trial. When for everything else, they screamed, "Oh, we don't have enough data," yeah. and now all of a sudden they're just pushing well, this out there. But like before fuck the you. election, oh, I promised the vaccine. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. No, but. That doesn't mean it's going to work. Exactly. And, no. you know, there there are vaccines. Look, there's no real AIDS vaccine. They've been working on that motherfucker for damn near 40 years. That's and and they, they don't have a cure. They, they have a treatment that essentially makes you virus free. But it's not the same thing as a cure as far as I know. Yeah, because you have it. By definition, you're cured. You still have it, but it's so low that it doesn't register or something. Yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, if it were me, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. I'm alive, you know. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. <laughs> but, um, but so there's, uh, there's never a guarantee of finding a, a viable vaccine for any virus. There's never a guarantee. They're yeah. all different, and especially one that's based off of like, like the the H1N1. Yeah, that, that constantly changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which now it's still not really clear. Like apparently there are. I don't know if it's mutations or two slightly different strains, but that they don't really affect people differently. But then people are saying like the resurgence that happened all over the country here is more of like the European strain. So less people are dying from it, but not at some point it was a thousand people a day for like two weeks, a thousand people a day. What the fuck? We didn't really geek out on this podcast with anything except for maybe Paul Rudd. (laughs) Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, blossom. (laughs) No, I mean, we did talk a lot of like not politics, but state of the world. And yeah, I think we were informative. I think so. At least about, well, I I was about my opinion. (laughs) Dr. Dieter. But like everybody else, I, I, I don't just think I'm right. I feel that I'm right. And I'm sure that there are people, the polar opposite of me that experience the same sensation. And I don't know how to explain that, but I guess on some level I can't completely write it off, because technically it's just as valid as as my the feeling I have that 
I'm right, you know? The only difference is, is there is actual factual evidence. True. That that stands behind your feelings right. versus their feelings when there is oh, factual don't get me wrong disevidence i don't i don't think they really deserve a voice in what happens because like i i, I pity them more than anything like uh, i pity the fool yeah no but like i understand that you genuinely feel that you're right i understand that because i have the same experience in whatever this body mind soul thing is you know but that doesn't mean that I think you, you should be heard. You know, I, I think like, I don't know how else, like a mentally retarded person is just as valuable a human being as anybody else. They have the same mind, body, soul thing that we do. It's just different. Yeah. You know, for lack of a better word. But they're just as valuable as, as you and I are, you know, as a person. What was my point? I have no fucking clue. I don't know how you got onto the the handicap. Oh, so like I in that sense, I I like I value that person, but I don't think a retarded person should be really making decisions about something. Policy decisions. Yeah, or necessarily casting votes by the hundreds of millions. That I I, I can agree. Yeah, I almost feel like you should have to take a test. But then there's a whole race problem involved with that because of the history of it. Because that's how they stopped black people from voting for a while, or, or I think it was for it was written in first so that it wouldn't happen because it had happened other places or something. I don't know. What was the test like? Are you black? And if you put yes, I got you failed. No, like you, because you're allowed to vote even if you're illiterate. Yeah. Fundamentally, but if now they say, well, yeah, you you have the inalienable right to vote. But you have to take this test in order to get that right. And he's like, I'm fucking illiterate. Yeah. Like, I signed my name with an X. Well, I guess you can't vote then. I'm pretty sure that happened at some point somewhere in history. That sounds like something yeah. that could have happened. Yeah. Which is why I don't it think definitely it... definitely sounds American. Yeah. And so that's why I don't think it, it's really would ever work or would ever come to fruition because of that history and the just the pure it's it's just a situation ripe for corruption and manipulation and and almost whatever you want more <laughs> more than we have now yeah that's basically overt oppression at that point well when you have to pass a test in order to have a say in what happens in your own society but it might not be all that bad no <laughs> And that's how we leave it. That's where we leave it. It might not be all that bad. Episode title? No. Okay. It's no. the good one at the beginning. You'll hear it. Yeah. Yeah, because we called it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're going to wrap. Um, Highstickcreative.com. Dinnerwithschmucks.com. Bannybands.com. Bannybands. And... Uh, dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com they uh this will be out after the actually this will come out on Memorial Labor Day why do I keep nice. saying Memorial Day I get them confused all the time so you have one more day to act on the $15 regular tea and 10% off the entire store otherwise sale uh, get your masks mask up get your t-shirts greeting cards will be there soon mm. 
Excellent. So I'm intrigued. Tell somebody you love them by sending them a Dinner with Schmucks greeting card. That's right. Our favorite one that we're working on so far is the uh, Dinner with Schmucks Schmuck Files Notice of Submission of Application. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is you fill it out, you send it to somebody who's being a real D-bag, and uh, you fill that out and send that to them, and when they get it in the mail, they'll notice that they have been submitted mm-hmm. to be a uh, member of the Schmuck Files. Yeah, for doing some dumbass shit. Take a snapshot of that, post it on Instagram, tag us, hashtag Schmuck Files, and uh, we'll, we'll include it as part of our next Schmuck Files. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. And then there are several people I'm sending that shits to. We uh, we want to get a campaign going to get a number of people to purchase these, fill them out, and send them nice. to a one Mister Donald J Trump at mm-hmm. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That's right, folks. Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know that he has been nominated. Yeah. For the Schmuck Files. For the Schmuck Files over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So keep your eye out on dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. Keep your eye out on our Facebook page. If you're not part of our Facebook group, join that too. Instagram, you'll see ads when we start uh, getting these things out there, which should be... Uh, actually, by the time this episode airs, you should be able to go and get those those greeting cards at least and hopefully a couple more. Fantabulous. You've been working hard, bro. I'm trying. Yeah. Trying. So this has been episode 127. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully with Jahida back. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some other bodies in the the ring. (laughs) In the ring of pudding. Uh, Chris and I are currently Uh, naked in in a a giant pool of pudding. Chocolate pudding. Trunk full of chocolate pudding. Oh, a trunk full of chocolate pudding. Oh, baby. Uh, what, what, what is it? Uh, Barry? Barry Barry and LaVon. Barry and LaVon. <laughs> Let me just talk sexy to this trunk full of chocolate pudding. Oh, yeah, baby. You got it going on. Oh, I'm going to take a spoon and dip it so deep into you, baby. It's time to go watch the state. Yes, it is. Peace out, folks. Later. Namaste, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks. <laughs>
Creative. Excellent work. Jahida's in the fridge. She's right in the fridge. She's drinking from the milk carton. Now she's got the orange juice. She tops it off with some hot sauce. She's good to go. Drink, drink, drinkity drink, 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 drink. drink. As well. Drink, drinkity drink, 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 dr